Hey everybody, welcome to drive through review number 500. Uh, so I have a special game to review with you for my 500th review. And like the title of the video says, I'm going to be giving away a copy of the base game here of Descent. Now I'm gonna be reviewing it from a different sort of take. And uh, if you have been paying attention to sort of board game news at all the last couple of weeks, uh, they have released a app that you can play on iOS device or an Android device to act as a overlord or dungeon master to play Descent as a co-op. So normally you have to play Descent uh, as an overlord with the other players playing against the overlord. There are actually co-op modules you can get uh, right now, but this sort of takes a break and steps away from the sort of main game of Descent, but you can use all of the pieces that you have and include them, so to speak, in the app, and then the app will drive encounters and quests and side quests and everything based on the collection of components that you have. So I've got here the base game of Descent with the first expansion, or one of the first expansions, Labyrinth of Ruin, and uh, then I've played through uh, the sort of intro scenario and intro quest line that they have. Now, right now, the quest line that they have is free. It has about four quests, depending on how you kind of run it. And you can play it multiple times. You can have multiple save slots. So I played it with my friends, a three player, and then I played it by myself as sort of a two player game controlling two heroes. And in the app itself, I told it that I have the base game, obviously, and I also have Labyrinth of Rune. So it knows what components I have and can, can pull from that and pull monsters and encounters and all kinds of stuff out of there and then use that throughout the quest. Now, there is going to be a kind of an in-app purchase available, I believe, in the next couple of weeks. I don't know the price figure, but I believe it's going to have like eight quests in that sort of storyline. And I believe it's also going to kind of uh, be a sequel to the free quest storyline that they have in the game. Uh, so I'm not going to go into like the rules of Descent and everything because the rules are actually a little bit different uh, for the app version and there's some changes to how the players do things. But let's jump in and then take a look at the app itself just so you can get kind of familiar with that and then I'll talk a little bit more about that and kind of give you my overall general review and I have been asked to actually compare this to you know other games in this line so there's Shadows of Brimstone which if you watch my video channel all of you know that I'm a big fan of that and then there's also Warhammer Quest which is coming out here very shortly in the next week or two um, and then there's other ones like Galaxy Defenders and the Dungeons and Dragons Adventure board games uh, that this is now kind of directly sort of competing with because it's now more of a pure co-op and you have the potential for never-ending, you know, quests and things to be generated, um, you know, based on the app. It's just as fast as they can turn them out and polish them up and make it a download available in the App Store. So let's take a look at the app itself now and then I'll come back and review a little bit. Okay, here you can see the splash screen. And the first thing you're gonna to wanna to do is actually go in here to the collection itself. And you can see all of the different Descent components that are supported by the app here. So you got all the different like boss monsters and all kinds of cool stuff like that. You just go click here. Obviously I've got the base game. I could remove that from my collection if I wanted to. I could go here to remove the Labyrinth Rune, Labyrinth of Rune from the collection or add in here the layer of the worm and so on. And so adding that stuff into your collection is again going to uh, you know, add more stuff for you to do. And you can see the kind of progress there at the bottom as you add stuff in, it's gonna fill up a little bit. And so you can see how close you are to completing it. <laughs> so that's a little carrot in front of you. So we'll go back out here 
the other thing you can do is we'll go to the store and let's see campaigns you'll notice here uh, that this is coming soon this is kindred fire this is going to be kind of the bigger longer campaign that you can get and we can go to load a campaign and you can see you can have multiple campaigns here uh, going I've, this also actually works on my iPad. Uh, so this is an iPhone 6 that's running on. I had it running on an iPad 3, and it's run just fine on those. I did have a crash, but they've patched it, I think, twice now since, uh, since I got it, and I haven't had any crashes since that first one. Um, but you can also go in here and do a new campaign, and this is gonna walk you through a little bit of a tutorial as well as, like I said, a few quests. So I can select here the Rise of Goblins, and then it'll go and I'm not gonna show you the tutorial, but it does a really good job of kind of walking you through stuff. But let's go ahead and load up, I think I can load up this campaign here. And uh, you do need to actually kind of know Descent a little bit. This isn't gonna teach you how to play the game and a lot of this is going to be up to uh, the different, uh, you know, the players to control a lot of these. So now here, just a little bit of an example, we've stepped into a quest and this is gonna tell us here, you can see to set aside a certain number of tiles. So you do know how big the dungeon is, you don't really know what shape it's gonna be. And it gives you a little bit of flavor text and so on. And then now here, we are going to place out a bunch of the tiles. A little bit more objective tokens, you can place those out. You actually don't even need to place these out onto the board, but you probably will want to. Um, and then it'll tell us where to place out some of these monsters and there's a flesh molder group. So there's these two groups out here. And you basically will place and put all the figures out on the board itself and then control them. And then you can kind of zoom in a little bit and move the map around. Now you can see I'm gonna click on this one search token and I'm gonna click on it there and then search. So sometimes there'll be a test that it'll give you and you will roll the dice yourself and, and then you'll tell it if you pass or fail the test. I can click on the door here and then open the door and so on. Then as players kind of take their turns, so let's say I'll pick, uh, that's my, my apothecary there, I will end her turn and then you can see the app itself is now going to trigger and it'll tell you to activate all the minions for the Myriad's group. And you basically just move to the closest hero if it tells you to do that or it'll tell you to do some of their special effects. You say all the minions are activated, then you'll activate the masters, which are the red figures, and you'll do that. And then it'll go back to you. And you'll notice that this is more like Imperial Assault. So as my next character takes its turn, then it's gonna activate the Flesh Molders group and so on. And then you can see now, uh, we, this little effect happens. Each hero suffers two damage for each tentacle within two spaces of them. And that's what these little question marks are. So you gotta be very careful that. And there'll be other effects that the game will do and they're called peril effects. And they may do damage uh, in different conditions or maybe if you're dilly-dallying a little bit too long in a room, it's gonna kinda do that. And it's not gonna be the same every time. Now the other thing to notice is on the bottom right, you have uh, a couple of things to take a look at. So first we can take a look at our two characters here. We can see what they've trained in. So if I had just fired this up, and we were like, okay, so we were using this character in another quest. What did we train her with in this? Oh, okay, Herbal Lore and Secret Formula. And she had the Brute in Charge training. Uh, so you don't have to even keep this stuff organized. You can just refer to that. And then the other thing you can do is the party inventory. So these are all the items that we currently have in our group. And as you sell items, they'll disappear from here. You can see it has the gold amount there at the bottom. So it tracks all of that kind of bookkeeping stuff. And then on the far right, we have this little log here. And you can go back to the different things that you did. So when we were in town, we did certain things. You have travel events and stuff.
So let's back out here and go to a new campaign. And I just want to show you a little bit of the town interface and also how you set up. Uh, so we'll do just a new campaign here. And then I'll just pick two characters like so. And continue, you can see you can filter by class and so on. And then now you can pick the specific class. So you can be a disciple and then a knight, for example. On those, you can name your group. So it gives, basically gives it a name to the save file. And then we can do the tutorial, which I'll actually skip. And then we've got this little intro here. It's actually got a little bit of voice acting. And we'll jump right in here. And we'll start off being able to go into town. So you can see on the map here, we've got the town here in the center. That's Tamalir. And then two side quests off to the side. And then this quest up here that you can begin in four weeks. So let's go into town. We can kind of do a little bit. So there's a travel action. And these are going to be random travel events that can happen. Uh, so these would be very different each time. And if we take a look, you can actually see uh, you have your morale up here on the upper left, which is three. Uh, that actually is a very interesting uh, digit. So as you take KOs and get knocked out, your morale is going to decrease. And if you ever get knocked out a number of times more than your morale, then you'll lose that quest and have to move on and not have succeeded. Now here you can see the party inventory on the top. Uh, we have the items up there and then we have the shop inventory. And this is going to generate new stuff each week. So on the left you can see we could wait one week. Or we could, above that, we could give a hero one XP for spending a week and then spending a little bit of gold. And then you can also go in here and train. So you can see the game actually starts you with three experience points. So you could train and do different stuff in here as well in town. Now if we go back out and leave You'll notice that the, maybe you can't quite read it, but then the upper left it says begin in three weeks. So you can spend weeks here, you know, trying to uh, train up a little bit or get new items, or you can do these side quests out here and each of these is going to eat a week as you do these as well. And then if you'll notice, if we go back out to the front here and we'll go back to the collection, one thing that I didn't mention before is as you add, let's go to layer of the worm, and you can see, okay, this is going to add two heroes, two monster groups, two hero classes, nine more items, a new condition, and then also a side quest called Temple of the Elemental Dragon. And I think that's only going to be available, you know, once you get into more of the paid content. You can see what each of these is going to add. So if you just had like the base game, you're like, okay, what am I going to do? Well, I can get this and this is going to give me, you know, this new stuff. Or if I go look at a, uh, a lieutenant pack here, I get a new peril effect. And which will actually summon this lieutenant and so on. So you can take a look at that. So that's kind of the gist of the app. Okay, so that's a little bit of the app. And now how that actually plays out when you're sitting down and playing the game is I think the first quest, the first kind of tutorial quest, I was like, this is like a little bit intrusive. It's kind of getting in the way of the game. But once you kind of get through all of those kind of tutorial steps, it kind of adds in some different encounters, some different things that might happen in terms of how the mechanics of the app work. Once you get through that and you kind of finish that first tutorial quest, then it like really shines. It, it was like, it blows me out of the water, honestly, because you don't really spend a lot of time in the app because the app's gonna tell you, hey, spawn this monster right here. And you know, you put this group around them or maybe it'll tell you to spawn a, a specific elemental and it'd be like, this, this guy's named as Bob, you know, and this is what he's gonna do. And he's a unique creature. Uh, so when you interact with him on the app, you can, instead of telling it that you defeated the group, you'll say you defeated the unique person of that group. And then that maybe trigger an event or something and the app reacts to that. But in terms of the combat stuff, you're rolling the dice 
and the app's not even really keeping track of like where anybody is on the board or how many hit points you have or how many hit points the monsters have. You just tell it when your turn's done. Uh, because again, it's like Imperial Assault where the players take a turn, one of their characters, and then you know the Overlord, or the, in this case, the app reacts. Instead of the original Descent, everybody acted and then the Overlord did all their stuff. So it is a back and forth. So you do tell it when a specific character's turn is done. You can act in any order that you wish. Uh, then the app's going to do stuff. And when you defeat a group of zombies, you'll tell the app, okay, we defeated that, and maybe that triggers something. Uh, and if you need to like search an area or interact with some kind of quest specific thing, you just click it on the app. And like I said, you almost don't need to mark any of that. Uh, when I played with my friends, we played on the iPad. We just had it kind of set up. Everybody could see it. We were like, hey, let's go over there, you know, kind of pointing at the app, but really just using it as a reference for where stuff is. Now, if you didn't have a you know a tablet, if you just had a phone, then obviously you want to kind of mark stuff where it tells you, and you kind of want one player to sort of maybe act as the narrator because you don't want to pass the phone around. And the, you know, phone screens are kind of small, but it's really cool. You know, with a tablet, you can just kind of set it up and and go from there. Uh, so it's basically descent at that point. Other than the the rule change of you know the order of actions, uh, it'll tell you you know what items you get to buy. So you go search through the deck and you lay out all the all the cards there and be like, okay, there's this one, this one, and you click the app and tell you bought it. It manages all the gold. It manages all the experience. Uh, and you know when it comes time to train, you look at the cards and go, this is a cool card, and you you know you take a look at it in there. So the app is kind of twofold. It's basically a manager for maintaining kind of the persistence of the campaign, like how far along you were, what quests you were on, how much gold you had, which, what you trained, what items you had. So that's great. Uh, we've seen apps like that before with uh, Galaxy Defenders. They've got a great app that does that as well. Um, but it also, again, acts as kind of an AI. And as you add more stuff, the AI gets more variety to it. Um, and I think it's really, really, really cool that they did this. And I think it's hands-off enough that I don't feel like the digital intrusion, which is a big, um, you know, myth really, but there's the digital intrusion of the app, you know, kind of taking over the game, making it less social, making it feel less like a board game. You know, you kind of hear these complaints in, you know, along around the internet and stuff. And that has not been the case with many of the app games that I have played, and especially not with this one. Uh, I mean, this is a fantastic way to reinvest and present new content. Uh, I mean, if, if you weren't kind of locked into sort of the Apple and the Android world, you could easily make it so that folks could create their own content. And then you could, you could build it in different ways so that, you know, you could make it smart so that people would be able to pick at the different possible expansions that people had. Now, I think this has a ton of potential. So I haven't spent a cent on it. I mean, the app's free um, and you know, the paid for campaign is gonna be coming out soon. I assume it, I would assume it'd be like 10 bucks, maybe, um, maybe 15. I don't know. That seems like it might be on the high end. It could be $5, um, but that's kind of the cool thing about this. And the thing that really is the takeaway for me is that you can do whatever you want. This was great. Cause it was just like a four quest campaign and you can knock that out in an afternoon or a day. You can sit down on a Saturday or whatever and just blow through it or maybe two game sessions. You don't have to commit to like a 20 quest campaign or 15 quest campaign, however long the base one is. You can sit down and knock it out, have a cool little story. And you can have other stories kind of like kind of peppering around this world. So you don't have to commit to that super long campaign, but you could also 
On the other hand, build this giant campaign with one quest line leading into the other. And I believe that's what the original Road to Legends was in the first version of Descent was like this really epic campaign that would take you like a year or so. Uh, so you could do that. And I think, you know, if they give it to you in these bite-sized chunks as well, you don't have to really commit to um, this big long thing. So the other thing that is possible that I haven't seen but I'm excited about is the ability to do like kind of a roguelike kind of thing. And I don't know that you know what would work with this particular game, but you could have more randomly generated maps. Now, uh, the maps that I've played are all the same. At least I think I've, maybe there's I've unlocked something to show different uh, rooms, but all the room structures have been the same. But the monster encounters have been slightly different. The monster behavior has been a little bit different. I showed you a little bit of the peril effects, and those will be different. And there was one quest. I don't really want to spoil anything because it is you know kind of a campaign thing that I played with my group and uh, with two of my friends, and we got through relatively easier. I mean, it was a little bit dicey. It was actually, the quest before that was a lot dicier. Uh, but then when I played it myself, two player, the previous quest was relatively easy. Um, and then the quest that was a little bit easier for us with three player, like, I don't know what it was. The, the app had it in for me and wiped my party out and I was dead. And I think it was because I was kind of dilly-dallying a little bit too long. Um, but I think they're also going to patch the peril a little bit. I'm not sure if they're going to fix it so it's not quite as mean. But So it seems like you, you can have the peril be a little bit mean, but that's kind of one of the nice things about it. If they find out that, you know, this particular scenario isn't really balanced, they can just kind of patch it in and then you can just kind of go from there. Uh, but I had a great time with this, and to me, the reason I kind of settle on doing this one for the 500 review instead of going back and doing like an old favorite game or something, it's to me it's we're such like this awesome time where the tools that they we have everybody has to make games is at a point that it's never ever been. And, you know, like I was saying kind of earlier was this whole thing of like, oh, the app's going to get in the way. It's going to make it less social. You know, I got to have a piece of technology and all this crying. Like this makes it so much better to just be able to fire up the phone. You get rid of all of the bookkeeping, all of the fiddly management and all this stuff that you have in a lot of these kind of games where you got to pack stuff away. I mean, we played through last year a full campaign of Imperial Assault. And really, it's not, it wasn't a pain in the butt or anything. You just got to, you know, pack the cards in a certain way, you know, keep all the sheets in a certain way and make sure you write everything down, write down the experience. It's not a pain in the butt, really. But now having played it like as an app, it's like, wow, I don't have to do any of that. We can just kind of break it open and play it. And once you, like you said, once you play that first scenario and you get through kind of the, it kind of feels a little bit clunky, but once you get in there, it's like boom, 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 and we now we're just playing. We're like we're right at the play, right? We're right at the the end of the dungeon. We're there with the monsters. We're there going. What is this app going to throw at us? You you get rid of all the clutter of the board game, and it's kind of this weird thing because the board game versus the computer game is the computer game takes away all the clutter, but kind of the board game in a way kind of thrives on the clutter because it you kind of want to go through the motions and kind of go through the process of you know, get, digging through the abstraction of like, okay, this is a model, these are dice, this dice means this, the card abilities, you know, you kind of like, you kind of 
you come at some point and you meet the designer and you say, okay, what was your, what were you thinking how you would interpret this scene or this, you know, this place in this world or this other universe? It, but that still has all that. It still has that. You're still working through all of those mechanics and things and, and working through and using your imagination most importantly. So again, the app gets rid of all of the bookkeeping and the clutter, but gets you right at the position that you need to be. I definitely recommend it. Now, how does it compare to some of the other games? Well, first let's talk about Brimstone. Like I said, with the fiddliness, that exists there, but doesn't here. However, Brimstone's more open-ended and you can kind of just keep playing that in sort of a long extended campaign. It kind of procedurally generates everything for you. Uh, where this is just kind of one shot, you do a quest and then you're done. You kind of go through it, boom, boom, boom. You maybe do some side quests and then you kind of, there's a beginning, middle, and then an end. Uh, so there's that difference as well. Um, this to me competes more with like the D&D adventure games and uh, you know more like Galaxy Defenders and some of those other more straightforward uh, co-op-y kind of games. Uh, and to me it kind of blows the D&D ones anyway out of the water uh, because you have really cohesive, consistent storytelling with this. Uh, you can kind of get into a lot of the theme. It's not sort of just more randomly generated stuff. Uh, the Descent system itself is a little bit better than the D&D system in terms of how you generate encounters. I mean, you're gonna have more targeted and story relevant encounters in this, obviously. I mean, I mean, everything's gonna be sort of scripted and you know, from beginning to end, you're not just drawing from a stack of randomly generated monsters, but you will be able to have the variety, especially as you add more stuff in, uh, you know, from your different expansions and things. So that'll just kind of tweak and, you know, have a little bit of variability around the edges kind of idea uh, with that. So I think it kind of directly competes with that more. And the other thing is there's lots of content for this already. So as you get in there and you know add more stuff, you're gonna be able to play with more stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be still, it's gonna be still yet to be seen you know, how much content they actually come out with for the app. Um, a lot of that's gonna depend on how many people actually download and get the first paid for piece of the app. But um, this has the potential to just like knock those right out of the park. And a lot of the other games that kind of fit uh, in that there. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend this highly. And now would you get it if you don't already have Descent? I think that's a tough one because if you're just gonna get this, and right now you've got this little four quest app thingy, and then you're gonna have you know maybe an eight quest or more thing that you can pay for, is that gonna be worth it? I would say probably, but I think you want to maybe see some content come out. Now, if you already have Descent and some expansions, I think getting the app and paying for the content is gonna be a serious no-brainer. It's just gonna be, you know, just do it. Um, I would say if you don't have Descent, maybe I would get this in the app and then maybe get one of those co-op modules. That's if you don't wanna play the Overlord. So if you wanna get Descent and play Descent, you know, kind of the old way, or whatever the traditional way, then get that and, and then you have the kind of the bonuses, the app. But they do have some of these other co-op packages which I haven't played, but you, they have three of them. Uh, so you could get that, you could like the base game and maybe an expansion and then one of those co-op expansions. Uh, but I enjoy this enough that I think somebody else should also experience it. So just leave a comment on the video and then that will just enter you uh, in kind of a drawing and then you will be able to win it and then I will contact you. I'll just let it run for about a week and then randomly pick somebody and then I'll send you a copy of just the base game and then you can get the app and all that stuff by yourself and see how you like it. Uh, so 
That is Descent, and that is video number 500. And just a quick moment, uh, one of the reasons I'm doing a giveaway, obviously, is my 500th video, and I appreciate all the watchers and commenters and thumbers and all that stuff over the last five or six years, I guess, at this point. Um, so anyway, thanks. I appreciate it. And so hopefully somebody else can get my thanks in physical form on a copy of Descent, and they have a lot of fun with it, I hope. So anyway, thank you.